0: What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens built the glockenspiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We Welcome. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories, or in this case, interviews. I'm Tuna the Invisible Dog, and I'm running the show this week thanks to a listener named Una. Hello, my name is Luna, and I really like Tuna the Cat. My one question is, what if Tuna interviewed Mr. Eric? Hey, Una, our name's Rhyme. One small correction, I am a dog. I, At least I think I am. You know, I have been invisible my whole life, so I don't know. I, I know that I'm fluffy, I like naps, and I like eating. I mean, maybe I am a cat. Hey, Tuna, are we gonna do the, um, interview, or? Oh, wait hey there, Mr. Eric. Welcome to the Tuna Clock News. I learned my lesson from the last story, when Sloan taught me to only focus on the truth when I'm dealing out news. That is so inspiring. I've known a few journalists, and they really care about making sure that the stories they tell are verified. So let's find and- out what if Tuna interviewed Mr. Eric. Plus, uh, there might be another couple of what-if questions along the way. All right, Mr. Rerick. You heard it here first. I'm only interested in the truth. Great. I want to be truthful. And I'm not talking about the sometimes truth. I'm talking about the universal truth. Universal? Mr. Eric, what was the first time you ever had tuna? Oh, um... Well, I don't really remember the first time, but my mom used to make us tuna fish sandwiches for lunch, and, well, I liked them for a while, but then kids started making fun of me because my locker would always smell. Wait, 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 you telling me you don't like tuna anymore? No, I still like tuna, it's just that if I took one to work, I would maybe just make sure that that lunchbox was extra smell-proof. Wrong answer. I'm sorry, I I thought we were just saying the truth. Next question, what's your favorite type of tuna? Well, to be honest, I don't eat meat very often anymore, um, although I do occasionally have fish. Oh boy, this is a real disappointing interview so far. Well, 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 I, I, Miss Karen makes a really nice tuna salad, and she adds corn for extra crunch, which I'd never encountered before, but, but I really like it, and Callum does too. What are your feelings on hot tuna, so I thought this interview was going to be about me. Yes, I'm asking for your feelings on hot tuna. I guess if the tuna is older, you should definitely cook it. What about a tuna melt? Oh, I do enjoy one of those, although a grilled cheese is usually more up my alley. Now we've got a surprise what-if question from a listener named Kari. Hi, Mr. Eric. My name is Kari, and my what-if question is, what if kittens turned into fishes, like they were half kitties and half fishies. Thank you. Ooh, kittens turning into fishes, like a mer Or a more tuna. Oh, cool. Yeah, we always think about the lower half just being generic fish, but it could be a shark fin or a whale body or the big body of a tuna. Now I'm starting to wish I was a cat, so I could be half tuna. Although I wouldn't want to eat my own tail, I suppose. You know that's a really good point. Sometimes we like things that aren't all that good for us. Like, I love video games, and I deserve to play them every now and then. But I found an educational game that helps me learn Spanish, so I try to make sure I only play that game most of the time. Wow, you have gotten way off course. Oh, I'm sorry, I just thought we were, we would sort of dig into other topics as, as we went along. Next question. Once, I joined a choir, but I quit when someone told me I was out of tune. Ah. Uh. Ah. Are you finished? I had finished the tuna, yes, and that's why I quit. So they didn't have enough tuna at choir practice for you? Or is this just kind of a joke? No, it's the truth. I only ever tell the truth now, and that's all I'm interested in. Well, of course, but there's so much to learn out in the world. So maybe we should sort of expand our horizons outside of tuna. Very well. How do you come up with your stories? (laughs) That's a really great question. And is there tuna involved? Oh. (laughs) Not often. Then let's move on. Uh, Hang on, hang on. Maybe somebody might be interested in the answer. But surely if I'm not interested, then nobody else is. Oh, now I get it. Pursuing your passions, Tuna, that's very important. But when you're having a conversation, that's a chance to learn about someone else's passions. And how they relate to me and might improve my life? Maybe, or you might just make a cool connection and help support each other and broaden each other's interests. Oh, uh, okay, so how do you come up with stories? Well, I call them off-the-cuff stories, and that's mostly what they are. Once I've got the question, or questions, I'll think about what characters might be in that story, and how they might interact, and if they might learn something along the way. Like how to properly sear mahi-mahi, Sure, but usually more of a moral lesson. Like if it's wrong to steal someone else's tuna. Actually, usually it doesn't have anything to do with tuna. And aren't cats more tuna-crazy than dogs? Are you trying to tell me who I can and can't be? My name is Tuna the Invisible Dog, so please don't map your expectations onto who I am. Wow. Now that would be a really good lesson for a story. Oh, (laughs) Uh, well, go on. You get your questions, you figure out your characters, and then what, you write out a script? Well, sometimes if I'm having a guest, we'll send out an outline. But usually, I just like to let my characters talk. And I narrate what I see, and and then we see how the story turns out. Aha! I catch you in a lie, Mr. Remick. Because your story's a fiction. make-believe! So what you're describing is not possible. But that's the beauty of imagination. I have kids send me questions and impersonate our characters and write little stories of their own. And they can hear these characters, these make-believe characters, in their heads. Because that's how strong and wondrous the imagination can be. So you're not some kind of fortuna teller? You're just good at make-believe? Well, I'm okay at it. I practice a lot, and that makes my imagination stronger and I have a lot of help from all our listeners who send in their what-if questions and sometimes they send me drawings and occasionally a kid or grown-up will just send me a nice note and that feeds my soul and helps me keep wondering even if I've had a bad day or I'm feeling a little tired and and when you're feeling tired what variety of tuna gives you a good pickup? Well, we all feel tired sometimes, Tuna. And if we think and feel and leave ourselves open, we can start to understand the challenges that other people are going through. Some grown-ups think kids have it easy, for example. But I've worked with kids my whole life. And now I'm raising two of my own and I see how hard they have to work to learn and do and understand. And if you were a magical kind of creature, Mr. Eric, what would you like to be? Huh, well, I think the correct answer here is a tunicorn. Oh, (laughs) that was the answer I wanted to hear. But, uh, what would the real answer be? Well, I've always wanted to see what animals dream. So is there a creature that can do that? Interestingly enough, yes, it's called a tunicorn. That is interesting. Well, we got one more what-if question from a listener named Sophie. Hi, my name is Sophie. I'm eight years old. My favorite thing is my mom. And my what if question is, what if Abacus P. Grumbler turned into a fish and he fell into a fish bowl and his lizard hat fell under the couch and everybody thought he was a household pet? Thanks, bye. Thank you, Sophie. I've been wondering why I have a fish tank in my office. Tuna, you weren't going to tell him? Oh yeah, I had Albacore P. Grumbler uh, teleport me here. Oh, it's actually Abacus P. Grumbler. Oh no, I like that name. For me when I'm in tuna form. Is that like a uniform that makes you look like a tuna? Sadly, no. The crystal ball I used to channel my magic had a crack in it. So when I got here, it turned into a fishbowl and it turned me into a tuna and uh, here I am. I gotta say, you look great. That is so kind. So are you saying you want to stay a tuna? Oh, maybe if I could get a bigger tank. You know, the average Atlantic bluefin is over 500 pounds. Yeah, you, you do look a little tight in there, Abacus. Maybe let's just find your wizard hat. And- no, no, no. I'm content to listen to the rest of the interview. After all, I'm tuna's ride. Well, I do have one more question for you, Mr. Rerick. Oh, thank you. I feel like there's just so much we haven't gotten to. Well, good, cause this is a really important one. <clears throat> what are chickpeas? And why are they so evil? chickpeas like garbanzo beans don't say their real name you might draw their attention well, well dogs can eat cooked and plainly prepared chickpeas but cats or uh, dogs who may happen to have a cat-like digestive system should definitely not eat chickpeas chickpeas are not good for cats what are you my dietitian? i'm asking why they're evil He's probably referring to the Great Garbonzo, one of the most wicked wizards of our time. Our time? Are you and Tuna both a thousand years old? <laughs> he wishes. I'm only 890. Isn't that right, old-timer? <laughs> kids these days. Why does everybody always say that? Like, every generation says kids these days. Well, it's the only thing grown-ups can ever really agree on. Exactly. We've all voted and it's unanimous. Kids these days. No follow-up to that? Hey, who's the interviewer and who's the interviewee? I do the follow-ups. (laughs) Huh. Invisible animals these days. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Mr. Eric doesn't know anything about tuna or invisible animals. Or reversing curses. And he probably did this interview because he was just too busy to do a whole story. I'll have you know I had two sick kids plus a minor surgery. I'm okay, but- Hey, whoa, whoa, the interview's over here. Yeah, see, there's the, the D N sound. We're done. Well, I'd like to thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> oh yes, he's your biggest fin. <laughs> oh, you do, you do need to stop. This, that's it's really enough. Una, Kari, and Sophie, I hope you enjoyed this interview. Uh, uh Wait, am I Am I just going to stay here and be a fish? Well, Tuna said it, I, I don't know how to reverse the curse. Can you at least get my wizard hat from behind the couch? Oh, yeah, sure, there you go. Now you look like a proper albacorpi grumbler to me. Uh, wait, you're not going to eat me, are you? Maybe we'll find out if you ever interview me from inside my stomach. Oh, you do flatter. Well, first I gotta remind the folks at home they can support What If World in the tune o'clock news by going to patreon.com slash whatifworld. Or they can just subscribe and leave a rating and review. Draco Max here to shout out Hubert, age 10, and Hubert's little brother, Heath. And it is I, Tabitha Lula, here to shout out Sarah, age 11. She is a big fan of the show. Plus, there's Kelly. She is five and a half. And her favorite character is me, JF Cat. Also, Micah, who will be six in December. Micah says they're all my favorite characters, but I really love Uncle. You made the right choice. And finally, it is I, Albacore P. Grumbler, here to shout out Simon, age 7, and Gideon, age 5. Simon likes Cat, and Gideon likes Fred the Dog, but they chose me to do their shout out. Simon and Gideon like Pokemon, The Legend of Zelda, Pizza playing outside, and their doggie, Olive. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, co-creator of What If World, Craig Martinson, who wrote and performed our theme song, our awesome helper, Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who know that talking to others means sharing your interests and not just talking about how much you love Tuna, even though Tuna's the absolute best. Don't forget to tuna in next time. And until we meet again, keep wondering. This is